don't care if she is like 600 pounds. I'll still fight her. Welcome to the guys you review. Paul's a tug tip fucker. Where we review media, products, and experiences. Is there anyone in particular you're talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about Al. <laughs> <laughs> He's a woman. He's a woman. That's right. I guess these days that could work. Get that off your neck. It's so annoying. Fuck. Suck. He's got a string. Tugger has it's, a string it's, it's attached. It's, just, it's annoying. My name is Steven. I'm one of your three co-hosts today with me. Today with me, we have Trey and Tucker. Say hello, fellas. Hey. How's it going? Chris is not here. He had to go. He went and threw out the first pitch at a softball game. I think it's great that we're finally being recognized as local celebrities. I mean, it's about time. It should yeah. have happened sooner, but... Do you think he actually made it to home plate with the pitch? He, he actually, did. I saw he, the video. Technically, he did. He threw it overhand. He did throw it overhand. Did it bounce? No. 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 It was a little high. It was a little high. But she stayed in, uh, the catcher stayed in her, in her stance, in her squat. Yeah, so. she caught it above her head, so it wouldn't yeah. have been a strike. No, it definitely wouldn't have been a strike. Anyway, so I'm today. I'm out there and just try to rock one through, rock one out there, hard I like, as I can. Well, the thing is, we were talking about this last, it's a softball. Yeah, have you, have you, tra- have you ever thrown a softball? It's, like, the yeah, big it's softball? Years. It's been years, but yes. It's just hard. You know, you got, I mean, like, if you're used to throwing a baseball, you grip it, like, with the two, but then you got, you got to palm this thing. It's, mm-hmm. It takes a while to get used to. So anyways, so today I'm, we were... I'm used to palming things. Originally, we were going to do... I'll allow it. What is it? Good old friends. But had some schedule changes and things came up, and we were not going to do that movie this week. The directors are going to... We're rescheduled that for next week. Uh, we're going to have the directors on, still do the interview and the review with them. But instead, this week, we let... Tra- well, we deferred to Chris. He passed because he was going to be busy. So we deferred to Trey, and his choice this week was a movie called Very Bad Things. Yep. So before we get into that... Let's talk a little bit about, a little bit about us, and we'll tell tell y'all about our weeks. I'll go first. Trey Tucker, sound good? Yeah, cool. Uh, my week was uh, pretty quiet. Uh, it was very very busy. Um, not a whole lot happened until this weekend. We we went Friday night to Atlanta. My daughter had another dance competition. Saturday morning had to be yeah, there how'd early. She do? Came in first place. Nice. Yeah. So good for her. It was a great day. We after we left there, we went to um, Chattahoochee State Park and kind of did some sightseeing and just kind of hung out outside. It was a lot of fun. I'm kind of trying to convince my wife to let me get an RV. So in the months where we can't be on the boat, we can RV somewhere, like go for a weekend and like camp out, basically. You know what RV stands for, right? Recreational vehicle. Ruins vacations. <laughs> I'm I'm not looking for like the big bus. I just want a little tow behind something to go out and like. Go somewhere. Go do stuff. Granted, granted, the only time I've ever seen like anything with like a tow behind it was like in 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 the in betweeners, and those are not people I want to hang out with on the weekends. Why is that? Because they're like y'all. Because <laughs> they like to do stuff. Uh, if you want to call it that, no, I mean like doing meth is not doing stuff. Here, here's the thing: like camping, like is, is peak poor, like. <laughs> Except it's really not. It really you're is. electing to leave your house. It's not living outside. It's, I mean, I mean, like it depends on the, what you're doing with that house. If you're Airbnb in it, so you can make it the mortgage. I mean, it's peak poor. But we're not. We're just. I just. Wanna, I don't know what you're I grew doing. up. I, I'm, I'm not judging. It's I not. grew up in the Boy Scouts and camping all the time, and I wish I want my daughter to do the same thing. Well, let her join the Boy Scouts. I don't want her to join the Boy Scouts. Why? Because she's safe. Like they only fuck the little boys. Oh. Jesus. I'll be honest with you. Actually, I looked into it. I bet you did. <laughs> not fucking the little boys. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. No, no, that's just not going to go there. No, I look better than that. Are we going to are we going to retire that joke? I, I mean, I'm sure Tucker wishes we would. 
I'm, I'm sure Tucker wished a lot of things at the time. <laughs> Anyways, no, I looked into it. And I, if I'm real quick, I think they were full. Like I, I contacted people. No one ever got back to me. Do the what? Boys yeah, no, kind of shitty. Mm. So anyways, whatever. Um, and then last night we had everyone over at our house, had a great time. A bunch of people showed up. Just It was great. It was a really great Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hopefully my, my truck will be fixed this week. It was supposed to be fixed last week, but they couldn't get a master cylinder, or master gasket. She'll be there Monday. And, uh, a head gasket? Yeah, that one. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, I can see why you would call it a master gasket, though, you know. What? Uh, don't. Just don't. Spoiler. So there, there may be some references coming today. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully that'll be uh, that'll be that'll, I'll get my truck back. I'm really anxious for that. But other than that, yeah, pretty decent. Trey, how about you? Uh, oh, right. and I'm looking forward to Letter Kenny Live this week. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. I guess I need to try and like watch the last couple seasons. Yeah, do up. that. You're Maybe. missing out. You're missing out some good stuff. I mean, I got you. It's just like I don't know. It went by the wayside. Like it just wasn't a priority because like having a kid will do that though. Man, this was before the kid, dude. I don't know. He's what? what six. He told six me months? about Letterkenny huh? back in 2020. Is he six months old now. Hook's nine. Oh, Jesus. He told me about Letterkenny. I've sort of. I literally had the first text I ever sent to him was about Letterkenny. No, I get that. But really? The yeah. New, the newest season. We, no, we, we were Facebook messaging before yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. The newest season didn't come out until what? Like Christmas. Christmas of 2020. Well, season 10 came out, or season nine came out, Christmas of 2020. Then season ten came out. I recently, guess, yeah, recently. Yeah. So I think there's been two or three seasons since you got me to start watching. But mm-hmm. season eight ended with a huge cliffhanger, and it sucked because you had to sit there for well, you sit there sat there longer than I did for you know nine months until that new season came out. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like I had to basically ask you twice to watch it. That's what's funny. Because like now you totally appreciate it. I do. Yeah. yeah. But it's also ironic that you hadn't finished it. I know, right? Because I've watched it through multiple times. Yeah. The I whole mean, thing. Here's the thing. I just go back to the other stuff. Like, mm, it's fair. Yeah. What are your top three bingeable shows? Ooh, uh, Breaking Bad, Justified. Come on. No dead air. So, I, I would, I would, it's a coin toss between Sons of Anarchy or Friends. Try. Uh, white Collar, Suits, and then Last Kingdom. Last Kingdom is good. I hadn't watched the new season yet, though. I need to. <sighs> I don't love it. I, really? You can tell like a woman started like writing it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like they, when you have like a good TV show, like the first season or two, it, it's seemingly is more men writers and then like they run out of ideas and then they bring in women who are great at filling that void. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it just always leaves something to be desired. Cause like the storyline starts getting like really complicated, like with multiple storylines going right, on once. Right. And there's usually like some sort of love thing. I give no shits about. Mm-hmm. I don't need my heroes fucking people. I'd need them fucking them up. <laughs> uh, I think I would have to go. The, I would say the shows that I've binged the most, I would say letter Kenny, um, still standing, which is a really great show. And, um, I'm going to go to left field and say the wonder years. It's a really, really, yeah. Have you watched it recently? Uh, I start watching the black version. No, I don't like the original Kevin Arnold. Okay, it's it's good, but at the same time, as an adult now, especially being a parent, <laughs> I'm also you you see with a different set of eyes. And Kevin Arnold was an asshole, by the way. Just FYI, in really? case oh yeah, he was a huge asshole. Not all the time. Wasn't Bob Saget like the voice of that? No, no, it, uh, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Okay, from, I knew very, I knew it was somebody famous. Yeah, from yeah. Very Bad Things. Funny enough. Yeah. So, weak. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Mm. 
Like, had somebody threaten to like, call the police on us. It was weird. Yeah. At least she didn't threaten to kill you. No, she didn't. Like, and, and she was fine. She was fine at the end of it. <laughs> and, and, like, one of my employees gave me a compliment, I think. She said, you'd be a really good GM at a restaurant. It's like... What? Yeah. She, like, so I had, like, a good mentality for it. Because, like, I can yell at people and then, like, in, turn around at the same breath and, like, fucking, like, be nice to them. <laughs> Congratulations. So you got a backhanded compliment. Maybe. I think she truly meant it as a compliment. And she's, like... Because, like, her... One of her sons... Like, she had... She came from the restaurant industry and her son is a GM. And mm-hmm. she's, like, you know, like... You you could do well, and it's like, it's like, well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I do pretty well now, and like, she told me what he makes, and I make way more. <laughs> I guess so, it depends. On the so that's out. I guess, I guess it depends on the restaurant you're working at, because some restaurants can be six figure jobs. Maybe I mean, this, if this, you make bonuses. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is like a national chain restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a Ruby Tuesdays type national chain restaurant. The equivalent thereof. Okay, that's fair. Applebee's. Yeah. No, whatever. Other equivalent. TGI Fridays. No, they don't have one of those. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tucker, how was your week, bud? Uh, it was good. Had trial this week. Um, did you win? That one? Yes, we did. Good. Got a guilty verdict, so that's good. Congratulations. Um, Putting another innocent man behind bars. Way to go, Tucker. Not innocent. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Drug dealer or child molester? Yes. <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong. Lucky yes (laughs) But no he actually elected to have a a bench trial Which I don't understand that Is that Um, where just the judge judge is the jury The judge is the fact finder in the jury In that He he decides guilt or innocence uh, Or well guilty not guilty That's dumb I'm I'm sorry Yeah that is pretty dumb It is Because unless the fact pattern is 100% on your side Which in this case it was not You're better off trying to convict Getting uh, convincing one person, one person, one yeah. person on one the person. jury, because you got to realize what a jury is. That is twelve people too stupid to be able to come up with an excuse to get out of being on that fucking jury in the first place. Hey, never served. <laughs> neither have I. <laughs> Me neither. I got called like a year ago, and I, I got out of it. I got called. Like, I was I was there. Made me report, and I still got out of it. Yeah. I, I got called, but I was in college, and I just called the Jefferson County, and I was like, "Hey, I'm in school in Lee County." And they're like, "Okay, no worries." I got called during. Final week one time and Oof. told him I was like, "Hey, look, I got finals. I'm not going to be there." And they're like, "Yeah, sure, that's fine." Did you? Uh, is this the guy that said he was someone else? Yes. Is this that guy? Yes. That oh, guy. fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah his had, fingerprints match. Fifteen years of fingerprint records from three different states. And he's saying he's his own brother. <laughs> that's hilarious. Did he? Did he actually stick with that defense the he, whole time? Until the fingerprint uh, examiner got the latent print examiner got on the stand and shot that to shit. And then nice. Then they, he changed the story. Well, they tried to change their uh, their defense strategy at that point because the, the attorney, and I'll give him credit, he tried to suppress everything and keep it from being admitted mm-hmm. that would show uh, that the identities were the same. Mm-hmm. So he did his, he for what he was working with, he did the best he could. You know, speaking of that, I almost wish we had Casey here today for, for this particular episode, but, you know, just for some legal standpoint. I mean, we could call her. We could, but I'm not going to. We'll just make stuff up like we normally do. Yeah. She's moving anyway. That's true too. I would have fucking helped them move. They they helped me move. Like no. it sort of bothers me they didn't ask me to help move. Well, Joe doesn't like you, so I mean that's probably fair. <laughs> I, I told him I hope he got butt cancer, and he's like, I, I had testicular cancer. Yeah, and I was gonna like, say he already had like leg cancer and shit. Yeah, didn't you feel a little guilty about that? No. Did you actually really say that to him? <laughs> oh yeah, first time I met him. He really did. I on that your shit. back porch. 
Are you shitting me? Nope. And you didn't know about the other cancer? Nah. Nice. I don't give a shit. Like, I mean, I love Joe. Like, I, I, I will, I will take a bullet for him, like in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the chest. Though. Would you? Would no, you? Fuck no. That could hurt. What about like the tip of a pinky? No. Nah, would you lose it? Would you lose a digit for Joe? No. Nah. Not even the tip of a pinky? No. Like here's the thing. It's, like, it's, it's like all or nothing. Last, it's that last knuckle. It is all or nothing. So you'd lose an entire digit all the way down to the all like, the way down Here's to the, the thing. To me, losing the tip is the same as losing the whole fucking thing. Look so, at okay. it. First of all, I got carny hands, so like I got a really short fucking pinky. Like it's not much of a fucking difference. Exactly. There's not much change. So would you do Look, if he would you lose that, a pinky for Joe? No. What about I, a toe? He, he wouldn't, and I'll tell you why, because then he would have to reevaluate his choices with uh with Nubbin Girl. That's true. Like, yeah, you can't be a dick about that and then, like, fucking have a double standard. I'm a man of principle. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're going to, like, take a machete to your own pinky, like... No, but, like, if you get shot in the fucking tip of the pinky, it's gone. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, like, there ain't nothing you can do. But if someone had, a, like, a gun on Joe, you wouldn't put a pinky in that, in that bullet hole to try to stop it up? Oh, to help fuck no, dude. I'll just this throw, like, my arm up there. Bunny. Huh? This is fucking be. Bunny. I'll, I'll, I'll throw, like, an arm in front of me. Like, you can shoot me in the forearm. So then it... Shatters the bone and they have to amputate yeah. mid forearm. They wouldn't do that. I wouldn't let them. Well, then you have a stump and you could do all sorts of things with that. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean you, you do realize like if that happens, Dude, I'm putting a fucking ma- like knife on the end of it. Like I'm 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 turning into like one of those fucking idiots from one of those futuristic movies. He's gonna Was be that, Ash, like Mad Puppet Max Master. or whatever. Yeah, he's gonna be Ash from That'd be pretty uh, cool. Evil Dead. You could do. You could pull off like a, a, a fat Ash. It's true. I could just lose weight at that point and then just be Ash. Could you though? I could. could I, you here's, here's the thing. I can lose the weight. It's Can you? I could. I don't want to make the life choices that come with doing that. Like I don't I don't want to change my diet. I like com- comfy like, you know, like happy foods that you would are not have to, good for me. You would have to give up chicken nuggies and pizza and eat, you know, salad. salad. Yeah, told you. I'm and, not doing it. I mean, I'm at the point where, like I said, I've, I've kind of stalled at 190 and I can't get below that. And I'm at the point where I can't cut out any more food because literally like I have one egg for breakfast, I have a salad for lunch, and I try to have like a normal portion size meal for dinner. If I cut anything else, I'm going to pass out in the middle of the fucking day. All I drink is water. I can, I can tell you how to do it, but you won't do it. Workout? No, start sucking dicks. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you, right. You ever I'm, see the Dallas Buyers Club? Like those fuckers were like 120 pounds. Yeah, that's why. It was just, it was just from dick sucking. Yeah. Well, I mean, Man. I assume if you suck enough dicks, you'll eventually get AIDS. So, like, it, 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 it'll happen. Anyway. There's always hope. There's always hope. Jeez. So, we're doing very bad things this week for the three people that are still listening. Fan mail. Actually, we don't have any fan mail. Marcus didn't email us this week, so I don't know. I hope he's okay. Um, he okay. he talking, got drunk this week. He got drunk on Friday, and we didn't pick this movie until late. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he's still nursing a hangover. So, Marcus, hope you feel better, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have any fan mail this week, honestly. I just wanted to play that to piss off Tucker. Uh, if you do want to send us a fan, some email, I would love to, to, to read it poorly. Our email is theguysreviewpod at gmail.com. Um, I don't know if y'all have looked. Have y'all looked at our downloads recently, by the way? No, I was actually just literally picking I mean, up we've get, like, we're getting we're getting really good downloads, and I, would, I just wish somebody would send us an email how the fuck they it, find it, us that I mean, are not connected to us. I think someone like hears an episode, and they like it at that moment, and like they subscribe, yeah. but then literally never listen to us again. Very possible. And that's fine too. Whatever. I mean, I I appreciate I mean, anyone listening to because like we get like no engagement on our social medias. No, like, not really. I mean, our Twitter group is literally the same six people, and I love Jeff to death, but I think he's just bored and doesn't have anything better. Going hey, on. he invited us to his lake house. Yeah, which I'm waiting for the actual invite. I mean, he kind of threw it out there, kind of like a. No, nah. I get it. He threw his dick out. What's it's impressive that he's got a big lake house. No, that's an invite. That was an invite. All right. Well, I'm going. Then we're going. I'm going. I'm going. 
I, I grew I, up on that lake. So I, I mean, would, here's the thing. I, I love Jeff and Taylor, so that's fine. All right. Well, Jeff, let us know when you want us to come. We'll, we'll only, be there. The only problem is, like, she's a corn dog. <sighs> I know. We'll so, just, like, during, like, that weekend, you just don't go. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, and but she, she, I'll give, if she is a corn dog, that means she knows how to cook some good shit, though. Yeah, but she, but you're going to go up there and But he's not going to fucking eat it. Right. Who cares I, about I, him? I don't, but it's I mean. Fair. It's fair. It's more for us. Here's the thing, though. Like, with, I, like, I like that. With all the meats he cooks, like, I can get down something. There you go. Between, sure between a crawfish bowl and, and smoking yeah. something, I'm sure we can. Well, I mean, it'd be nice to hang out with somebody who can finally smoke a good brisket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I hope you fucking choke that on that. That was awesome. That was well played. Thank you. Speaking of the Twitter group, if you want to uh, make fun of us in real time on our Twitter on our Twitter DM group, you can do that. Uh, our Twitter is at the underscore guys review. Like the tweet at the top of the page, and we'll uh, throw you in the DM group. You can make fun of us in real time. Fun times. All right, so moving on. Very bad thing. You know, statistically, like a terrorist should have like like walked into like that DM group by now. Do you think somebody would? I'm, I'm I'm being sincere. Like as many like fake accounts and bots, like they should have yeah. stumbled in. I don't know. Not sure why they ha- why one of them hasn't liked the the tweet, but yeah, maybe there's one I missed. Who knows? So this was written and directed by Peter Berg, who also he's got a lot of d- directing and acting and produced credits. You know, he, we've done some Peter Berg movies. So he directed Hancock, Battleship, Friday Night Lights, and wrote and directed Lone Survivor. Yep, that I was going to say. We it's impressive. Yeah. Starring Christian Slater, Cameron Diaz, Daniel Stern, Jeanne Triplehorn, Jeanne, Jean? Jean. Jean. Uh, John Favreau, Jeremy Piven, Leland Orser. Released on November 25th, 1998, on a budget of $30 million, which is $52.2 million today. Box office haul of $21 million, which is $36.6 million in 2022. Ratings IMDb has it at 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes at 41%. Metacritic is 31%. Google users. 75. 65. 71. Oof. Goes to you, Tucker. Uh, first time you saw the movie? Today. Today. Uh, several years ago. Yeah. Don't have any memories associated with this one, thank at, God. None at all. So you said you you like the movie, right? I do. It's a guilty pleasure. Okay. Like, I, I love the concepts of, like, at bad misguided idea like that you continue to try and cover up only snowballs it's fair all right I mean, do you have a synopsis for us nope oh god i mean it's mostly dialogue so li- I, it, literally like it is a lot of dialogue but there's six scenes in the movie six scenes there's six scenes feels like there were more than six in an nope. hour and 40 minute long movie because i'm gonna lump it all together so basically, John Favreau's getting married. Hold on, <laughs> hang on. This is my episode. I get to- uh, yeah. Why don't you just read the Wikipedia? I, I, I really don't want to. I'm gonna do it out of my head. Let's this, just see where this goes. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I'm gonna Fuck change. It. I'm gonna change the format for my episodes. Fuck it. Let's go. <clears throat> all right. So John Favreau's getting married to Cameron Diaz. First of all, outkicked his coverage. Even like a young John Favreau, like he, which he, it, it, I didn't. I honestly didn't know John Favreau until Iron Man. No lie. Rudy, really? Yeah, the replacements. No, uh, the replacements. I'll give you the replacements. Okay. I, I mean, I'd seen Rudy, but not until I, I. He didn't say that to me in that one. Okay. But uh, I don't. I've seen Rudy, but I, I remember, remember Swingers, John Favreau, Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah. I would I've definitely marry. I would definitely marry time. 1998 Cameron Diaz. <laughs> She's got bad lip tooth interaction to me. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. You can remove yourself from that one. I'd love to see her lip and teeth interact with. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, so they're getting married, and then basically they're going on their bachelor party. She doesn't want him to go, and she's giving him a hard time about it. So 
She's also a fucking control freak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super tropey. But, so they're going. So, as they're going, Christian Slater decides to set up a stripper who may do, like, side deals. Stripper slash prostitute. Side deals. You know, those of us in the know, we know. So, anyways, they go to Vegas, get down there. And, like, you know, this movie, like, really launched, like, the, the hangover sort of. I can see that. party yeah. stuff. Like there, there was nothing before that that I've ever seen. So, anyways, they get there and I like real fast. Let me interject the uh, when she video records them <laughs> waving goodbye. Yes, super nineties. Just like, why don't you just take a photo? You know. But I mean, it was a camcorder thing. It's a camcorder thing. Yeah, camcorders are big in the nineties. Absolutely. So, anyways, they get down to Las Vegas and stripper shows up and. They're doing blow and they're hanging out, watching the UFC fights and just having a good time. And then, you know, as she's dancing, you know, stuff builds. Jeremy Piven decides he wants to take a ride. So he goes in the bathroom with her and then they start going to town. Can I, can I interject another thing? Sure. Little note I had here. The stripper is very hot, but I, I didn't understand. Really? Fake tits. You think those were fake? Uh, those had to be fake. To be that perky? Probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I could touch them, they're real. That's fair. You didn't think she was hot? I don't think so. I don't think for Asians. Oh. I, she, she was attractive. I think she was hot. Great body. Um, Not going to argue with you, with you there. She was a stripper. Yeah, fair enough. I didn't understand Kyle, though. Uh, uh, John Favreau's character, Kyle, saying, mm-hmm. I can't do this. I guess they, they were talking, because like, no one was trying to pressure him to have sex with her. Right? That, that was the implication, though. Like, I mean, any, anything he wanted... Yeah, like I knew. I understand that, but I'm saying like I just didn't feel like. I mean, even if you have a stripper in your room, I don't think it's implied that they're going to have sex with you. It is in that situation. You think? Uh, yeah, I disagree. Uh, uh-uh. I've I've been too many places where strippers came to a house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they'll fuck you if you pay them enough. Yeah. I just mm, every stripper interaction I've ever had has always been in a in a strip club in a strip club. Yeah, my. Somewhere I was going into college, I was rushing Pike, and we went over there to the house, and it was there was about thirty invitees there. Mm-hmm. So basically, like I was over there early, I was hanging out, you know, and then um, the rush chairman said, "Hey, the strippers are in town. They got them from Birmingham. It's like you want to ride? Sure, hop in the car. We go get them. One of them looked like Pamela Anderson. Like no fucking lie." I mean, Pamela Anderson then, I, I get Yeah, it, like 2003 but, Pamela Anderson. But what I'm saying is like, if you were to take that look now, like same age, but make that, like, have you seen that new, the Pam and Tommy thing? I haven't yet. I, I, know I, had, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen it. I've just seen the previous word, but right. like that look has not aged well, you know? I, I mean, the body's incredible. I, I'm just I mean, saying I'd, just, I'd still take a run. Fair like, Pamela Anderson on, on Bay, uh, Baywatch, uh, what was it? Barbed Wire. Barbed yeah. Wire, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. She was hot. Mm-hmm. I had a barbed wire poster on the back of my door. I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to put it on the, on the wall. I had to I'm be on the not back of the door. Surprised. Why are you not surprised? I'm just. Not Did surprised. I was allowed to have posters on like the cult? I had posters. Really? They, of Jesus, we get it. Here, here's, here's the thing. Could, call me call me naive. I don't know. Can you really hang posters in trailers? Like, or does it just like go straight through the wall? <laughs> When you put the nail on it, Stephen didn't live in a trailer. He lived in this day. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. <laughs> he had to use magnets because the aluminum. Gotcha. All right. 
<laughs> live, like I enjoy this way too much. Fucking country club, you dick. Yeah, yeah. We, you had to be close so you could walk and pick up the balls, like the poor people do. I mean, like to be fair, like your uncle was a groundskeeper. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Notice he, he stopped fighting it. <laughs> just just like before. <laughs> I want to retire it so bad, but it's so it's good. It's so easy. Uh. All right, so, All right, so. Any, anyways, you take, oh, uh, Pamela Anderson, uh, you know, they come in, like, they give all of us, like, oh, 50 yeah. bucks in ones, and, like, you know, we're all tipping the strippers, and there's two of them. Well, after the dancing session, uh, they hung out for a little while afterwards for whoever uh, wanted to pony up a little extra, like 300 bucks or something. Really? Yeah. Is that for, for... Did you fuck a stripper? I did not. I did not. I know other people did. First. So 300 bucks to have sex. How much for like a like a BJ? Don't know. Oh. Didn't ask? Yeah. Wasn't on my radar. Like, I, I'm not paying for it. I told you I knew someone down in Miami that, uh, you know, I watched... Yeah, like with the stripper, they offered if I wanted to. And I, a, I was with my girlfriend, and B, I was just like, mm, not really my thing. Yeah, sloppy, you know, sloppy seconds aren't fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you wore a condom, but still. Is that really a story you want to have for later in life? Not really. That's why exactly. I didn't. That's part of the reason I didn't do it. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, like uh, that happened. But so he he takes a stripper for a ride in the bathroom, and like they. Going to town, spinning around the room, and eventually he uh, lands her head like on like a towel hook, kills her. Mm-hmm. Apparently, with enough force to just leave her hanging there. Well, I mean, she was all like ninety pounds. They said one hundred and five, but okay. Yeah. Hmm. Round. She wasn't big. One hundred and five. Yeah, she wasn't big. But yeah, so security comes up because during that, you know, they were making noise and wrestling, and unfortunately, Moore decides to jump through the uh, glass, glass table. table. So that guy, <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and spoiler alert that he his arc I thought I would I thought would go very differently. Like I felt like there's a lot of rage there that it never really manifested though. You no, know the, what I'm saying? Some of the mechanic guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I, I thought the quiet guy was going to end up doing more, getting more. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, here we'll just jump to it. I like that character though. Like he he was the solid friend who like didn't do anything bad no like the entire movie like the worst thing he did was like self-harm himself jumping through a fucking table and he didn't really hurt himself well he, I guess he's bleeding, he's a little bleeding. Well, yeah scratched Scratch, up yeah. yeah so but security comes up checks on him well he discovers a dead body so uh Christian Slater decides to take a wine opener and like fucking just jams him right in the heart like, oh he shanked he shanked the shit out of him yeah oh. got him a few times and then he bleeds out in the bathroom so then there's Two dead people in the room. Jumping over the part where, and I don't like this, so I, I don't, I generally don't like Christian Slater. Really? Yeah. It really depends on the movie. He just comes across to me as just slimy and his, you know, nasally voice. And well, I mean, like that—that's the role he's in this time. Yeah. He's a realtor. Yeah. 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 They're generally shitty, slimy people. Pretty much. So as there's two of them. I didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's how we know. Yeah. But I also want to say that I also generally didn't like when I agreed with started to agree with Christian Slater about his, about making good points of concealing a murder <laughs> before before this is before the security guard. Yeah. When he's just talking about like get rid of her, get, getting rid of her. She's just a 105 pound problem. We have to get from point A to point B. No, he's not wrong. But you know, in a situation like that, you clean up the blow. 
you call the cops, you tell them, look, it was an accident, we were fucking, she's butt naked. It's obvious she's it's, been having sex. It's obvious she's been having sex. We were having sex in the bathroom. We were both drunk, and typically cops don't care if you've been taking drugs as long as you're not ODing or being a nuisance. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people in their house that I knew were high as a fucking kite, yeah. and we're not doing anything about it yeah. because they're they're not harming, I mean, they are harming themselves, but they're not out where they can yeah. affect somebody else. I mean, we harm ourselves every time we drink, technically, even though it's legal, but... Yeah. Yeah. So... Speaking yeah, of yeah. which, we need a new beer. Need a new beer? We need a new beer. I drink all your beer at Stephen's house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually true. Sorry. I did. I had like three of them. That's fair. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, in that case, you call the police, you explain everything, you be fucking truthful. Yeah. And... But think about this. This is also in Las Vegas. Like, where I think if anything... Those cops are used to seeing a whole lot more shit, and they will overlook a whole lot more. Exactly. So yeah. you, they take the report. You may have to come and testify at a grand jury hearing or something, which is I don't know how they do it in, in Nevada, but you're Texas not getting, Nevada, by the way. You're not getting charged with that. You you're not. Think? You're not going to prison for murder in that because there's no intent there. No you're drunk, high, and fucking a prostitute. What's the one uh, accidental homicide or manslaughter? There's, yeah, that's a stretch, though, in that yeah. case. I mean, in Alabama, you've got <clears throat> criminally negligent homicide, but that's when your actions are so so negligent that you should have fucking known better. You're fucking in a... In a, a bathroom. In a bathroom <laughs> in a Vegas hotel. Yeah. Not really criminally negligent. Yeah, criminally negligent would be like going out in your backyard and firing a rifle up into the air. Gotcha. Bullets got to come down somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. Really? Is that how that works? Yeah. Hmm. No, gravity, gravity's a bitch. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just know, like, over in, like, those deserty countries, like, you know, when they get married, like, they're just all, like, <laughs> yeah. firing oh, off yeah. in the air. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That's, that's like, right. I'd be worried about them taking out, like, the three goats they got in town. Because <laughs> somebody's trying to fuck those goats. That's true. That's what the Predator drones are for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but going after the guy, going after the security guy with a corkscrew, that was, um... I, it, that was heat of the moment. Like... That would have been manslaughter. That, yeah, that, that was murder. That is straight up murder. I think, no, that, I think it's, it's heat, heat of passion, heat of the moment. I, I think in Alabama that's manslaughter. But, There's no, but here's the thing. Like I'm wondering though, like it may be murder. How bad? I mean, how bad can you stab someone with a corkscrew? Do you think? Oh, I, based on what I saw in that movie, pretty good. Well, yeah, but it's a movie. No, but I mean, like here's the thing. Like you, you hit him with enough force, like you're truly punching him. I don't think you're getting through the sternum. That's that. what I'm saying. I don't think you get through the. the, the now ribs. it goes soft tissue. Soft tissue. Yeah, you, yeah. You'll tear through a bunch of stuff. But I don't think you're getting through the sternum in that. I don't think. Not with that. I don't know. Like, I mean, you not, might you might get lucky and get between a rib. See, well, on here, the sides. Here's the problem. Like, but he looked like he took a pretty square <clears throat> shot, like right in the center. No, I agree. I agree. Since I dropped my bid for uh, Lee County Coroner, uh, you know. <laughs> so you're back to fucking corpses again. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't know much about the human body, but I was willing to learn. <laughs> and you'd have been a great coroner. I think I would have. He he died from like you know getting stabbed. <laughs> he got poked one too many times. Problem solved. Just like you do realize that the coroner in Alabama doesn't give you a cause of death. That's the Emmy's job. Yeah, same thing. It's not, no, it's yeah. not. And, and I'm 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 saving the state money. Like why why are you hating on this? This is a good plan. In, I'm here for you, Alabama. In any kind of suspicious no, death. That's right. I've never been accused of fucking a corpse. Just saying. <sighs> 
you do realize that I have never been accused of fucking a corpse. Like he that. realizes that. Yeah. But you do. You, you, I, I I know it one hundred percent. You do realize like facts. You do realize never seen a dead body. That just because you say you heard or it's your opinion or somebody told you, it does not protect you from slander, right? You've never seen a dead body. Well, sort of. Never been to a funeral. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like, live in the wild. Oh yeah, yeah. A live it, dead body. A little, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I mean, I sort of saw one. Like, saw him like rolling a guy out when I went to go get like one of my cable boxes when I was disconnecting cable. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Guy, oh, like, yeah, like guy, the, guy died of like a heart attack or something. Yeah. Like, while I was cooking meth and like that happens. I got got my cable box out and the cop brought it to me. <laughs> hey, that's five bucks, man. Fuck it. <laughs> oh my god, Stephen, you ever seen a dead body? Uh, not 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 a, not a live one, not a live dead body. Just just in a. I did the what was the, so when my grandmother died, I went up to the funeral and everything, and uh, I I got to talking to the funeral director and she was very nice and I was like God I don't know twelve maybe years old, and I remember talk she was telling me about there was one guy that they had come in that um because of he overdosed and he said she told me that because of whatever drugs he'd taken before when they went to embalm him he turned like purple oh yeah and so they had to have a closed casket funeral and i asked her, i know she was telling me yeah she was telling me some really dark stuff she told me about how they embalm people i didn't know this so, so the dude cut, got willy wonked yeah so they cut you open no no you got willy wonked like where she turned purple yeah where she turned purple they, oh, yeah. they cut you open up here next to your collarbone and they stick in two tubes and one pushes all the, the blood and everything out of your body and the other one puts in the formaldehyde and mm-hmm. all the chemicals and stuff and that they uh let's see they'll sew they sew your mouth shut and they'll also put it your i didn't realize this actually this is kind of a new fact i just learned this but that your eyeballs will because there's no pressure anymore they they flatten out your eyeballs will flatten out and so they make you look more normal they'll put in like these eyeball things under your eyelids Hmm. to make your eyeballs look like they're still there and uh she told me she she told me if they hadn't. I asked if they had an embalming room there, and she said they don't have one on that on side, side. That yeah. she would have taken me to it, which I think is awesome, but fucking terrifying, really. Like, a little creepy. Yeah. Do you need to do that, like, to an eleven-year-old at his grandmother's funeral? She did, though, take me to the casket room, which is where they have all the show so, casket. Yeah. And she goes, "You want to get in one? <clears throat> no, no. <clears throat> I plan on being in one of those one time. I don't that's know. I, it. Would, I would do it. Take it for a test drive. See if it's going to be comfy." Does it matter though? I mean, like it's your resting place for the next like three years until you fucking decompose. I think I'm gonna go cremation. I think I will too because it's cheaper. Yeah, but buried at sea. That'd be kind of cool. It's more expensive. I actually kind of like. Have you seen what they're doing? You keep drinking while you're boating. You're gonna fucking get a burial at sea. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the pods? I think they did this with um, uh, Pat Dye. They buried him under a tree. That's Mm -hmm. how you get a haunted fucking forest. A what? A haunted. Forest. Yeah, well, that okay. Yeah, yeah, I like it. But yeah, I kind of. You, you I ever listen like, to "Song Kids" by MGMT? I have no idea what it is. Yeah, you should listen to it. I, I kind of like that idea, though. Just just put me in the ground, don't embalm me or anything like that. Let me grow under a tree and you know feed some apples or some shit. Yeah, and haunt some people, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where were we? All right, so they decide they're going to get rid of the body still, so they go and like cut them up, do some Dexter type shit quarter them and basically then sneak them out in suitcases take them out and then daniel stern decides that uh you can't just bury them in the suitcases yeah mixed and matched like they got to be whole so that they can have peace because of his jewish faith (laughs) and 
I mean, like, I, I'm, the Jewish I'm still faith comes to, up and it's pretty prominent in this movie. I'm still trying to wrap my head around Daniel Stern and Jeremy Piven being brothers. I love it. I like it. I like yeah, it. I don't think it really works. M- made for an all-star cast. And, and they're very different, which is why, like, they don't like each other. As someone who is part of a brother set that is very different, I feel like you can identify. Well, I mean, yeah, we're but we're not blood related. But, I mean, like, you still grew up together. You're still very, very different. True. And, and I, yeah. best I can tell hey. you, I don't... He played. His brother played football and baseball. Stephen figure skated. <laughs> I played football and baseball. I just wasn't as good. I wasn't that good at it. Yeah, being being the third string on the bench doesn't really count as playing. I was second string. Thank you very much. You're getting heckled by a homeschooled kid. <laughs> He's just jealous. He didn't have home sports. He just had like what is it? Jacks where you bounce the ball and gonna grab him. Hopscotch by yourself. Yeah, wrestling with your uncle. <laughs> I wanted to retire it, but it's too good. All right, keep going. All right, so they go and they finally bury him. Well, they get back, and then uh, Daniel Stern's character starts to crack very but, early on. Yeah, so like he has meltdown while the police are nearby, like not really investigating it, but he the guilty conscience is eating away at him. Uh, can I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just reading through my notes as you're going through this. Let me go. Can we go back to the to the burial real fast? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I would like to think if one of us murdered the other three or the other one of the other people that we would work together a little bit better than they do. I don't know. Cleaning the room, they seem to work pretty well. They work together pretty well. It's fair. It's very. Uh, I think it was very interesting that very dexterous that Moore and Boyd were the ones. Christian Slater and uh, Leland Orser were the ones that were. Uh, Cleaning the bathroom, yeah, taking care of like taking all care of the, the hard work, yeah, yeah. I mean, why do you want to? Like, I get, I guess, kind of cleaning up the glass from where he smashed the table, but you'd think the bodies would be the priority, right? Uh, I, th- I think evidence, like, because there were like rails. Yeah, they were. They've been doing blow. So I mean, like, just get rid of everything that yeah. incriminates like bad behavior. Here's the other thing that I didn't like about that whole after the after the initial murder. And the subsequent, or the initial accidental murder of the stripper, and then the subsequent actual murder of the security guard. The one thing I didn't like, like we've we've all been there those nights where you're partying hard. Now, granted, we weren't, or at least I was not doing blow or smoking weed or anything like that. I have drank and smoked weed, and it did not end well for me. <laughs> I did that and drove home one night. Ugh. Yeah, no kidding. Actually, no, I did that. I, I, I made I made it home like going like twenty five miles an hour around East University. I I, I got pulled over for that. I got pulled over. I've told you all this story. I yeah. got pulled over <clears> and, I, and I was already in the parking lot. Of, I think it's the only reason the cop let me go is because I was I parked at my apartment. And he let me go. I should have been taken in. Dead to rights. Yep. So the point is, <clears throat> these guys are drinking all this. They're taking shots. They're doing blow, and then all of a sudden, boom! They've got a. They flipped a switch and they're sober. At least acting sober, and they they're gonna dismember a bot. They're gonna go to the store, buy all the stuff that to dismember and clean up a, a murder scene. Go and bury the body. I mean, everything that they have to do. It's just like supposedly doing this after doing everything else. It's just whew, that's that's a lot. That's a stretch for me because mm. I've I've been drunk before, and you're not that the focused. triple Lindy. <laughs> there you go. Okay, sorry. Uh, so. <clears throat> Guy starts, uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Stern starts losing his mind with yep. the cops and stuff. So, Wizards. Yeah. So, uh, as it all unfolds. Uh, I'm sorry, how poor does a movie have to be to not be able to use the name Twizzler in a fucking movie? Wizards aren't a real thing. They are? Uh-huh. I didn't think they were either. But I, but they're, yeah. I actually thought they were trying to be Twizzlers. I'm pretty sure they're a real thing. But I, I when, um, 
what's it called? When they went in and showed him look and he found them, I was like, oh, I have seen those before because I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, so they go on to the rehearsal dinner and which is weird because like my rehearsal dinner was like the day before the wedding. Both times. That's usually when it is, yeah. Yeah. Like this one, like there's a couple days. I didn't catch that. That the rehearsal dinner is not the day before the wedding? I mean, like, because they went and did shit. Like, you know, like, whereas normally, like, on your wedding day, you're, like, sitting there getting ready, especially with a bridezilla like that. That's true. Like, you're not going to go meet with the fucking attorney and stuff. Oh, yeah. You're talking about... When Daniel Stern... Because what happens is Daniel Stern ends up at the, at the rehearsal dinner. Like, they get in a fight, and, like, Jeremy Piven ends up driving his car right. at the minivan. Yes. And Daniel Stern jumps in front of it and, like, gets pinned to it and killed. Mm-hmm. So he dies in the ICU. So that's a night. Yeah. Then, you know, like they leave and uh, he had to have written that confession that his wife finds. Mm-hmm. I thought the bachelor party was the weekend before the wedding and all this other stuff took place in that In that week, week. Yeah. yeah. But he's saying that the, 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 the rehearsal dinner, the rehearsal though, dinner there's still more stuff that happens. Like from where that. Daniel Stern's character was killed. Is generally the day before the, the wedding, day, yeah. But then after J- Daniel Stern's killed, mm-hmm. uh, what's his face, John Favreau and mm-hmm. um, Cameron Diaz end up at the lawyers. So they had a couple of days. There had to have been. seems to have been, yeah, yeah, because like that happens, and then like he, she, the wife finds the note, and then you know calls all the guys over. So it wouldn't be the same fucking night that her husband got murdered. I, I kind of thought that it was the next day. But that's the thing; it'll be the next day. So that was rehearsal dinner. So there's one one day that passes, right? They come over, and then as she's trying to find out what happened, you know, they tell her, like, that her husband was fucking the stripper (laughs) and had a thing for strippers. And, you know, they end up taking the kids out because she's upset. And then, you know, Boyd goes back over there, and Christian Slater ends up killing her. Killing her. Yeah. So I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, One of the things I – I mean, I'm not going to lie. This this movie is built as a black comedy. I didn't find it funny, first of all. Just – FYI. Um, but like some of the tonal shifts that happen, like the, is, you could tell when it's trying to be funny and it's just really weird. Yeah, that scene in the parking lot at the uh, the rehearsal dinner where uh, Daniel Stern is starts screaming at Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Murderer, murderer. Which I, I don't know if that's supposed to be funny or awkward, but like I'm talking about the bit at, uh, at what's his character's name? I can't remember his character's name. Which one? Daniel Stern's. Uh, Adam? Burkow, Adam Burkow. Yeah. 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 So when, at Adam's funeral, when uh, Jeremy Piven's character, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because like you hear it and like you don't see him on screen. Yeah, you assume it's the it's wife. A, it's a yeah. You think it's a wife crying. His wife crying as Jeremy yeah. Piven. But then the whole thing where he like mounts her to like hug her and then he throws himself on the on the coffin. It's just like I thought she pushed him off or they drug him off. Well, but I mean, but it's just so over. You know, for for it just felt different. It didn't feel like in line with everything else that had been happening in the movie, as far as like how how it was acted. So the uh, the rabbi in that scene was actually uh, his dad, Jeremy, Jeremy Piven's dad. father, Burn, yeah. Burn Piven. Yeah. Um, and then after after they kill Adam, after Michael kills Adam, um, what Boyd gives another kind of rallying speech, and this one ends up with him kissing. Uh, John Favreau's character, right on the lips, Super fucking awkward, right on the lips. I'll tell you this: like, if y'all ever have to give us a, a, a rallying speech like that, do not end it with a kiss on the lips. I, depending on who got kissed and who's doing the kissing, I'd find it hilarious. So I have a question for you. 
I have a question for you. How did you fall off your boat this past weekend? Hmm? How did you fall off your boat? Uh, I missed a step getting off of it after we had gotten it out of the water. Any particular reason you missed that step? Oh, alcohol was definitely a reason <laughs> I missed that step. It's a good thing you didn't die. Well, Courtney, kinda, Courtney would definitely have called us. Kinda, to help it's kind of hard. To, it's kind of hard to die when you fall, you know, three feet. Uh, it depends. Is if you're just out of the water, like you could have hit like the ramp and just fucking rolled. No, the water. no, we were pulled up a ways from yeah. the ramp. Just saying. Or you can just um, slam the back of your head, Bob Saget style. So here, no, my question is this: if if this happened to our our friend group, which one of us would be Boyd, and which one of us would be? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, shit Daniel Stern's character here just not even that just who do you think everyone is well there's five of them so yeah so Chris is Chris is Adam really all day Chris is Adam Uh, uh, because to me Chris is uh, more quiet but I mean quiet no but 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 solid like like I don't know I could see him freaking I could see something like that freaking him the fuck out and him just losing his shit nope I think I think he's the one who's ride or die Mm mm-mm I, I, th- uh, I, th- I think Chris would help me bury by before you would. I think you're Boyd. Sadly, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Steven would be a cross between uh, he, Fish he, and um, he's Adam. Jeremy Piven. He's Adam to me. I think I think you're Daniel Stern. I don't know who I would be. I'd say probably a cross between Boyd and Moore. You are the wild card in this. I would dare say that you... I'd say I'm a cross between Boyd and Moore. You're not a Boyd Moore. You're more of a Moore and a uh, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty funny. I disagree, but okay. I'm just saying. That, that, that's my take. That's that's, that's, who, that's, that's who I assign that's it fair. to. Steven? Man, I don't know. That's that's hard. I, yeah, I agree with Chris being being more Moore. Definitely Trey being Boyd. I think the, we're the hardest, too, because we're just so different, I guess. Not really. Say. You're Daniel Stern all day long. <laughs> <laughs> you are 100 this movie. I don't know. I don't. Th- I wouldn't over. I wouldn't flip out that much. I think Chris would flip out worse, but I think you would flip out too. I, not to that level that I think Chris would. I think Chris has seen some shit. Like I'm not gonna lie. I, it's I, very possible. Like I think there's one they or two. Did bo- live through civil war. So I mean that's true. I think there's one or two bodies in Borgard that may have Chris's name on it. <laughs> Well, I mean, they probably pissed him off and just kicked him out of the car. <laughs> While it was moving in While Georgia. While it was moving, yeah. The carriage. <laughs> the stagecoach. Get out of ye stagecoach. So, yeah, this, this leads me back to my question I was going to pose, and I, I, I warned you that it was coming, so I don't feel so bad now. You know, clearly, the two brothers, Jeremy Piven and Daniel Stern, were of Jewish faith. Would right. you say that they are more the problems that needed eradication or were you going to say that they're more of untrustworthy kind of people no dead air somebody say something Jesus Christ Trey I hate you so much <laughs> come on Steven uh, I mean it seems like they took care of themselves greedy I like it <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> alright on to the next question <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Come on. If we can't have fun with this, like, what can we do? Uh, just, I don't know. Goose stuff across the basement? Anyways, I like that they also start blaming Adam for, for fucking prostitutes, like, trying to cover <laughs> yes. their own asses. 
But so I, you never saw Jeremy Piven's wife. Was he married? <clears throat> no, he wasn't married. I, I, didn't, he, think, I didn't think he was married. No, Adam was the only one that was married, and um, John Favreau's character was getting married right. to, yeah. to Cameron Diaz. I still don't understand that. Well, her character was terrible. Her character was but, terribly written. Was it though? Like, cause I think the beauty of this movie is like the whole time you're trying to like, be like who's the fucking worst in this? And like at the end, they're all terrible. Yeah, like they really, they really. There's no redeeming characters at all whatsoever. I think Moore was okay. I'll give you that. He didn't say like, he anything. Didn't, he well, didn't. That's because he said like, yeah, he had four lines. Yeah, I was gonna say four words the entire fucking. I, I'll give him credit minutes. that he finally killed uh, Boyd. Yeah. After Cam, well, we're jumping ahead, but after yeah. Cameron Diaz, damn near took care of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess d- d- being, yeah, and I mean to get to that, just being the the father of a little girl, and she's there going, "I've waited twenty seven years for this. This is all I've been looking forward to." It's like, fuck. I hope my daughter looks forward to more than just just getting married and walk. Like I don't want that to be a singular focus in life for her. You know, it's, it's, it's a terribly. That's what I'm saying. It's a terribly written character. I mean. All she cares about this. She, well, it, she's not very fucking dead body or anything like that. Not not like that though. She's a wasp. Yeah, I guess a wasp, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant princess. Princess. Fair. Right. I don't know. Okay. Um, I did. Also, I felt that. I mean, do y'all y'all don't think Lois would have accepted uh, the the excuse of Adam? Fucking a prostitute? Nah, not not with like that confession that he left. Well, but it wasn't really a confession. It was that we did something bad. There's no because they never did find out what it said or what it was. They went over there to find out what it said or what it was, and they never found out. And then boy well, killed. Her. Well, like she was asking about like a woman in Las Vegas. Yeah. So like they did something bad to a woman. Like I mean, that can go a whole lot of different ways too. Yeah. I did though. I did love her defense when Boyd attacked her and she bit his dick. <laughs> I will she say that was actually she whipped his ass for she. Yeah, she she had a goal for a minute. Fight scene. I was just I was surprised. again. It was to me. It was another one of those like weird shifts. Like some of this, I felt like to that point, <clears throat> some of it. I don't call it believable, but like I'm sorry, you're you're trapped in a bed under the covers. You got a guy that's. Outweighs you by 50, 60 pounds on top of you, smothering you with a pillow. Mm-hmm. This is Christian Slater. He's all like 5'4". Okay, but still, he's going to be 150, 160 pounds. Okay. 5'9". I looked it up earlier. Well, and, and she's sort of hefty, too. Like, and she's not like fat, but I mean, but like, she, you're, she's but not you're like on a skinny unsta- You're on an unstable platform. Assuming you even do grab the <clears throat> alarm clock and hit him with it, you're not going to generate enough force to knock him off like that. That's completely unbelievable. He would have smothered her there. Well, I mean, I don't know. If you get clocked in the head, get it clocked. Clocked. She's not going to be able to generate enough force to do that. Thank you. Okay, USA. Mm-hmm. I need to put in a... Um, but I mean, I, I know me. If I get if I get racked in the side of the head with, a, with something hard, I'm going to go, fuck. You know, like, you're going to... Especially but, if you catch it, like, in the ear. But yeah. you're also focused on... Killing your murdering someone, your best friend's wife, wife. <laughs> wasn't his best friend, or one of his best friends. Who's one of his best no, friends? I mean, I mean, really though, because like, I think they were all a pretty. You, do you not remember the scene earlier, like where they tell him he doesn't have any real friends? Yeah, he's just like it's all just a bunch okay, of acquaintances. That's, that's fair, but you're focused on a job. You take a hit from that position. You're going to keep powering through. I don't see him getting knocked off. Like that. That, was, that was a pretty unbelievable part of the movie. Fair enough. All right. So there's your triple Lindy. 
And then, Not the hill I want to die on. Yeah, keep going. All right, go ahead. All right, so uh, the whole time that Boyd's over there killing her, the other guys have taken Jeremy Piven out to drink and get him a little drunk, and then he's called because that's what you do with Boyd. an unstable person that's just helped dismember two bodies. Yep, and killed his own brother. And killed his own brother. Yep. So <laughs> calls him over there, says that like she wants to grieve with him, so they take him over there, and at that point he kills him as well. Well, you hear a gunshot, and the two. I, I love that little look. Those that uh. Uh, uh, Moore and, and Fish had right. they hear pow and they're just like yeah well he came out and tells the story be like uh, yeah those two he secretly loved her the whole time and then like you know after he smothered her he shot himself in the head that's I mean that that is a dark dark turn once again I secretly love this movie like low key like it's one of my favorites <sighs> it's a top tenner it, it made me my list oh my god I'd rather watch Double Dragon again keep going all right so um, let's see. After that, now the the two kids left by her and uh, Daniel Stern are orphaned, and then um, so John Favreau and Cameron Diaz go to the attorney's office, and they're like, "All right, well, you know, y'all have secretly been named like uh, as the beneficiaries of everything, like, but you got to take the kids. Got to take the kids." And they're like, "Okay, so he had a life insurance policy for half a million dollars." And he had a house, right? At like three fifty and like another hundred and fifty in like his pension. Mm-hmm. Well, the house didn't have all its value. He missed the last payment on the life insurance, <laughs> so all they get is like fourteen thousand dollars after everything said and done. Taxes taken out and whatnot. Yep. And they still got to take the kids. And Laura giving him this speech. I'm at sorry. The- at that point, if it's a take it or leave it thing, <laughs> leave keep it. your fourteen thousand dollars. Good luck with the kids. Yeah. Good luck become wards of the state because I'm sorry <clears throat> those kids sucked yeah yeah they were assholes I love Abby no 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 love Huck mm-hmm. I would if something happened to y'all and y'all needed it y'all put me in there I would gladly take either one of y'all's kids those kids were assholes those kids were shitheads yeah they were mm-hmm. I think I think actually because like which one do you think is more of an asshole the, the healthy one or like the cripple the healthy one think so because the cripple is equally shitty I mean he was pretty shitty too yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree but I mean I'll, I'll give him a little more you know Oh, you're going to give him a curve because you think less of him. Okay. No. No, that's fine if you think less of the people. I never said I mean, that's fine. Just whatever. You have no room to talk. You fucking quit dating a girl after you fucked her because she had a missing digit. That's fair. Yeah. You have zero room. I don't see wrong with that. My thing is, like, she didn't present that early on in the relationship. You held her hand and you put your dick inside her. And Uh, your dick was probably in her hand, too. No, I I didn't hold her hand until after the fact. Like we'd been dating months by that point, but she probably so, still put that hand on your dick. No, she used the other hand. Probably, it was her offhand. I'm just gonna say that you probably like to think that way because you don't want to think about the weird pinky being on your dick. Then, right? No, that I means whatever. It's just not for me. Like I, I need a healthy, able-bodied human. <laughs> Seems like her <laughs> vagina worked all right for you. Maybe I don't remember. Could have been dry. <laughs> I, I don't remember I assumed it was okay I was, I was 18 I didn't give a shit How many times Did you fuck this girl? I mean We dated for a couple months So safe to say Once a week at least? Nah, probably like Four times a week Okay so you Yeah it worked Let's say 32 So let's just Round down Say 25 times Alright And in all that time You never realized She had She was missing Part of a digit No Okay. Just, fuck. 
So we weren't giving high fives after the sex. I mean, like, <laughs> then what are you, you doing? Seriously, like, you never high fived after some good sex. All sex is good for me. I mean, take what he can get. I finish every time. <laughs> Can't speak for my other partners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is my motto: if you don't come when I come, you better come when I come back. Jesus. Um the, the the whole thing about Laura being like when she when she's standing over Kyle in the in the lawyer's office, she, that moral superiority when he's admitting to her what what happened in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The one thing that stuck out to me, I she, told you not to do. It. You were warned. You, you were, were warned. warned. It just oh, it was so terrible. It's and she's such, she's such a terrible <clears throat> person. And the best the best part, the worst part is she calls her. She calls she, I, your friends are jackasses. <laughs> he's just admitted that they murdered people. And yeah, you're going to call them their jackasses? Body, their body counts at four now. Yeah, you're going to call them jackasses? That's like, funny. That's about how many bodies you had in college. <laughs> what? Your body count. How many people you fucked? Well, one of them was about four people. You want to hear? There she is. Good move there, Tucker. <laughs> that is that was so well done. <laughs> I love getting him. <laughs> that made me so happy. <laughs> I love how genuine that is for you. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it if you can get some good wooden and I'll see coming. Much like Tucker with her because he closed his eyes and just held on. Don't want to get sucked inside. Oh, man. Whew. It's okay, Tucker. I've slain some dragons too. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. It's, 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 it's like riding a scooter. You know, it's, it's fun, but you don't even want to see you doing it. <laughs> We get it. We get it. <laughs> Just like she got it for all 40 seconds. <laughs> the best 35 and a half seconds of her life. The other four and a half, you were looking for the hole. <laughs> Did you happen to have the, uh, <laughs> what is it? Oh, shit. Flower next to the bed. You have to go get it to find the wet spot. <laughs> I saw that one coming. <laughs> But only I could have come up with flour a little bit faster. I know, but I still saw it coming. I knew exactly where you're going. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, so so basically they're stuck with these kids, and then we roll into wedding day, and Christian Slater, you know, comes and approaches John Favreau, and he's like, "Hey, I want my cut of the money." <laughs> and John Favreau's like, "No, he doesn't tell him it's just a measly amount." Yeah. That whole situation, that whole ending could have been, that last 25 minutes could have been avoided by going, dude, it's $14,000. Yeah. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Yeah. And how, I mean, how would have Christian Slater known that they had, you know, the the life? I mean, I guess he just assumed there was money. I don't know. I feel like we've talked about, talked about life insurance and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, I think everybody at this table has life insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got like a quarter of a million on me, plus like whatever else I've signed up for. I don't fucking know how much. No, yeah. I got to get more actually, but that's not the point. Yeah, I don't tell Ashley because she might, she might try to get that money. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Choking with those feeble little hands? <laughs> Seriously, she got, she got. You don't talk about Hobbit hands. 
Carney. Carney hands. I know. She smells Hobbit like cabbage. Feet. Hobbit feet. Carney hands. Just makes my dick look bigger. <laughs> it's true. Sorry. All right. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. All right. So uh, <laughs> they start fighting and Boyd starts choking John Favreau because he wants some of that money. And then uh, Cameron Diaz storms in and fucking takes like a fucking coat rack and just gets him with the butt it end of like it. It looked like a pulpit. No, it was a coat rack. It was rack. like coat rack. It was yeah. coat rack. And mm-hmm. okay. started hitting with the base of it and just gave him the business and just repeatedly crushing his that face scene, after he's knocked out. That scene actually reminded me very strongly of Boogie Nights. You know when the uh, the <clears throat> bite the curb scene where she curb stomps him with the, the skates? I vaguely remember that. I hadn't seen Boogie Nights in yeah, I years. I don't remember that, no. I remember she like freaks out on that dude in the limo. Yeah, that was right before, because she was wearing the roller skates, and she wanted to like, curb stomping mm-hmm. him outside of it. I don't remember mm-hmm. that part. No? We need to do that but, movie eventually. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Plus, you get to see Heather Graham naked. Yeah, and it has an all-star cast. Like, it really does. That, that is an ensemble cast. I hadn't seen that movie in years, but that scene has always stuck out with me. Fair enough. It's the only thing that sticks out of Tucker. <laughs> Everything gets stuck in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to retire that joke so bad. I know. Like, I want to move on to something new. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Uh, so basically, Boyd gets like left for dead, and uh, they go on out to carry out the wedding without the best man. And then um, <clears throat> they forgot the ring, so more has to go get him. So <laughs> he goes and finds his. <laughs> torn up body like well, then he, at the bottom he, of the steps I was saying, he as, got hit with the door and knocked yeah, down the he steps. opens the door and knocks Boyd down the steps and yeah. actually kills him sort of yeah sort of yeah because like he goes down the steps and like he goes to get the rings and then he gets grabbed oh that's right yeah yeah <laughs> but that's him dying it is him dying yeah, yeah. so and then uh, you know he brings the ring back up there and then uh, they get married well now that they're married, she orders him to get rid of the dog. And more. And more. And they go I'm out to the... I'm honestly shocked she didn't throw the kids in there, too. Did she want them to get rid of Boyd's body, too? I thought it was get rid of Boyd's body. Well, they're going to have to. That's the trip to the desert. And then yeah. while you're there, get rid of the dog. And then... And more. And more. So why did they dig up the other bodies? I guess to move them. But Why? In case Adam or somebody had left a note saying what where they were. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. I didn't that I, that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only reason I can. Yeah, think I don't of really it. know why you'd move them other than like you just go and you keep piling more in there. So like you're just trying to like make it more neat of a stack. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't look like they cut up Boyd's body. They just they were no. Nah, they they got tired at this point. Like it's just kind of lazy. Yeah. Really. Well, I mean, you know, it's sort of the evolution of their character arc. Like they're tired. Lazy at la- getting lazy at murdering. Yeah. Well, it's how they get caught. Isn't that right? Yeah. So. No, you're, no, you're right. You're you're you get yeah. too comfortable doing it. Like, you know, you stop taking all the precautions. All right. We, we've seen Dexter. Yeah. So uh, then they go to dump Boyd's body and like they're out there and you see that Favreau had the shovel ready to dome more with it. And then uh, for whatever reason, he has a change of heart and they're driving back in the desert and then they get in a car wreck. <laughs> Head on. Head on in the desert. You know those wide open roads. Oh, like yeah. High rate of speed. Oh, yeah. You're doing 90. Easy. Yeah. So they got fucked up. And then flash forward to like the final scene where. So hold on. Was anybody thinking that in that scene where 
more had flown through the window, and you don't you see John Favreau. Was anybody thinking Favreau's going to be okay? He's going to start the cycle all over again of trying to cover up the bodies and do, moving the vehicles. I didn't because I'd seen it before. I, I was thinking that was where they were headed with that. It was he was about to start this whole fucking cycle over again? I knew what was going to happen because it shows him driving and and he's there. You know, see that that overlay of them right before the trip, and you could see the camera moving over the double yellow line. I'm like, I just thought I was going to kill him. To be honest with you, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, it's much darker the way that it happened. <laughs> I thought they were fixing to. He was fixing to have to like. Hide the body of Moore. Hide the body of the the new driver. The, the other new driver. driver. Right. Hide the cars somehow. I mean, I, yeah. But I mean, it's way to been evolving. Mm. I don't know. I, I like the payoff though. Like you go to the end and like Cameron Diaz is cleaning the house that they inherited from Daniel Stern and his wife. Is that whose house that is? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Because they got the house with the kids. With the I kids. Didn't, I didn't yeah. catch that part. I didn't either. Yeah. So uh, she's cleaning the <laughs> cleaning the bathroom. And then you see him in the backyard, and it's two kids like doing their scout stuff. And John Favreau is amputated at the knee, and more is a vegetable. More, more is a quadriplegic with like the little thing you blow into to move your chair around. And the kids are being assholes. Yeah, kids are being assholes, walking all over John Favreau's character, Fish. Well, that, and then uh, you know, like the healthy kid, you know, he's giving like shit to Cameron Diaz shit. I want that bathroom spotless. Jesus Christ. The the worst part about that whole thing is that you can see John Favreau's feet under that under the wheelchair. That's the worst thing? Well, that's like, I mean I love the scene because like, you know, Moore's just sort of like doing some circles in the background. <laughs> and even the, even the dog lost a leg. Yeah, so that's like, true. I didn't see that. I do remember that. Jesus. I don't know. I, I love it. I I feel like it's a great ending. It's very fitting. And then she goes out and just has a breakdown in the middle of the street. Yeah. Wow. The end. Yep. Roll credits. Of a great movie. The end of a great movie. All right. Uh, what's Triple Indy? Yeah. You want to do, well, are you only trivia or Triple Indy? Uh, trivia. Do trivia first. All right. Number one, Adam Sandler was originally cast as, to play Michael Burkow, <clears throat> uh, but dropped out at the last minute to make The Water Boy. So Jeremy Piven took the role. Number two. Good call, Mr. Sandler. Number two, the word fuck is said 124 times in this movie. Number three, Alan Dershowitz, a then-respected Harvard Law School professor, had a column for a few years in the 90s with Premiere Magazine, which he analyzed possible legal issues arising from new movies. (laughs) In this film's case, Dershowitz said that a strong case could be made that the prostitute's death was an accident or involuntary manslaughter, though the huge amount of drugs in the suite would complicate that and would lead the guys open to major prison time via the DEA. However, he said that all the men would be charged with first-degree murder uh, anyway because of the deliberate stabbing death of the security guard. So, like we talked about. Uh, number four, while the guys are trying to get rid of the dead body, Christian Slater's character is asked incredulously, have you ever done this before? The same thing was asked to him in the movie in, in Heather's, uh, when he was trying to cover up another an accidental suicide that he manipulated. In both films, he hears the questions and then point, pointedly does not answer it. Yes. And number five, the weekend night in Vegas can be worked out due to the guys watching UFC 10 on pay-per-view, which was on July 12th, 1996. The background shows Don Fry versus Brian Johnston. Mm-hmm. There you go. Top five. And moving straight into the Triple Lindy. The Triple Lindy. Triple Lindy. Is that hard? It's impossible. It is impossible. Trey, 
What do you want to give your triple Lindy to this week? I'm going to give my triple Lindy to the fact that the bride basically almost murdered the best man and nobody noticed. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Okay. Tucker? I mean, there's so many moments in this movie to choose from for this, but I'm going to go with the dead prostitute getting banged up against the wall. Now, granted, they they may have been into some rough sex, but you're not going to hit somebody's head that hard against a wall to go through your skull and that thing's not going to be strong enough to hang there for several minutes. And it's funny, it, when, when it falls out, you can see that there's literally just two drywall, drywall yeah. screws. Oh, there were four. Maybe there were four. <coughs> Either they way. Were just, it just, be enough to hold they were, they were yeah. little yeah. maybe one-inch screws. Yeah. No, they were, I mean, they were drywall screws, but they didn't even have like metal anchors behind them yeah. or anything. So. About right there. Base of the skull, still soft. Right where the, right where the spine goes yeah, in. Yeah, like, I mean, right in. Right maybe, the but that's, I don't know. Uh, my triple Indy definitely goes to the uh, the cleanup after doing all the, after all the drinking, all the drugs, and then they're just like sober to clean everything up, and and they do it well enough that no one notices anything. That just no way. I mean, here's Too the thing blood. though: like, what if you didn't drink that much and it's just cocaine? So like, you just extra. Yeah, focused. but you saw them doing shot like shitloads of shots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was over a weekend though. And I've never I've never done cocaine, so I don't know what I would be like on cocaine. But I mean, yeah, I guess. Maybe maybe if only one of them only did a bunch of blow, but I mean, there were people, they were taking shots of mm-hmm. tequila and whatnot, so I'm assuming this all happened the first night there. I never really, it never said, so I, I have no idea. I guess it could have been yeah. night two, but... Well, here's the thing, it was a UFC pay-per-view, so you know it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday, yeah. <clears throat> so I guess it would have been the second day, because they left... On Friday. They left on a Friday, so I guess it would have been the first full day in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The only full day in Vegas, because it came back Sunday. Yep. Alrighty. Trey, why don't you start with your uh, rating and review? Like I said, this is a guilty pleasure. I love the shit out of this movie. I, I'm going to go one beer. One beer. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the subtle messages of it. I mean, like, and just sort of like, the, like I said before, like the fact like you make a bad choice and you try and cover it up and it just snowballs. Mm-hmm. All right. One beer. There you go. Uh, Man, I, yeah, I, I did not connect at all with this movie. Sorry. I mean, it's it's dark, and there are some humorous situations, but none of it was really that funny to me. Um, I got bored with it halfway through, and I started looking up trivia for it before I even finished the movie. Um, I'm gonna have to give it four beers. I just not my not my cup of tea. I like dark comedies and I like dark movies, but those are just and it's weird considering how how well. Peter Berg did with like Lone Survivor mm-hmm. building out care. Granted, he was building I mean, off of a book. And, and this is his first one. Is it his first? This is his this first is, film. This is his first directorial film. I didn't know that. So here's the deal with this movie for me. I didn't feel like there was a lot of payoff in this movie at all. I like I like black comedies. I love Gross Point Blank. I think that's a fucking amazing movie. That yeah, was good. Um, <clears throat> the, it was. I didn't find anything about this movie that was really that funny. Um, I, I gotta agree with Steven. They were humorous situations, but everyone's overreaction to everything just it took away, I guess, from what the story could have been. I think the story could have been so much better had some things been changed, maybe some different casting. Because Cameron Diaz in this movie was fucking annoying. <laughs> well, I think it's just I think it, that was her. <clears throat> no, it, her I get character. that, but I mean, how it was written. <clears throat> You know, for the trivia. I like I like the premise of the movie, but I I just think that if you had changed some things, this movie could have been a hell of a lot better. I don't really know how, but I'm with you. It didn't connect with me. 
I'm not going to sit here and say I would rather watch Double Dragon again, <laughs> but fuck, it's not far from it. Uh, this is this is solidly a four beer movie for me. All right. Oh crap. Divide by three. Yep, three. It's a three beer movie. So you know, like for the trivia, uh, when this thing got released um, at the premiere in Toronto, Cameron Diaz and Peter Berg got caught in the VIP room. I read that. Yeah, making out. Good for him. Well, and also uh, the guy who plays uh, Moore ended up dating uh, the the woman. What's her name? Um, Jean Triplehorn. Yeah, and they and they got married. Mm-hmm. So some good came out of it. All right, top five. Uh, this is not going to make my top five. What are my top fives? Uh, you've got Boondock Saints, Mail Order Brides, Tombstone, John Wick, and she's out of my league. I can't do it. I would actually. You know what? Like. I think he's going to beat John Wick. Really? Yep. All righty. Tucker? Negative. All right. Just to change that real fast. Very bad things. Perfect. Uh, okay, so next week, we are going to try again to do um, Good Old Friends, which is, uh, this is a bit of a, a lead into that because I think the premise is, is very similar. And uh, but hopefully we're going to have the the two directors on. They're going to zoom in and we'll interview them and and we'll do the review and hopefully they'll give us some back behind the scenes info. They're also acting. They're actors in that movie as well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, if you want to find us on the web, you can at theguysreview.simplecast.com. You can email us anything and I will read it poorly at theguysreviewpod at gmail.com. Instagram at the guys review pod, Twitter at the underscore guys review. And remember to like the tweet at the top of our page and we'll throw you in the DM group. You can make fun of us in real time, especially if you're from somewhere else, that'd be awesome. Even if it's here in America in California, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely give you some shit if you live in California. Facebook.com slash the guys review pod. Please, please, please subscribe, rate, rate and review us wherever you get your podcast from. Anybody else got anything they want to add? Trey? Uh, Al, oh, Jesus if Christ. I catch you going through my garbage again, I'm punching both your man boobs. <laughs> I don't care if you are like 280 pounds or 450 kilograms, and I really don't know the metric system, and I really don't give a shit. Fuck your metric system. Do you feel better about yourself now? Yeah, I mean, it'd be better if he stops going through my trash. Like, he's built like a raccoon. <laughs> what the fuck? What does dude? that even mean? He knows. <laughs> I'm going to stop asking if y'all have anything to add. On behalf of Trey Tucker, this is Steven, and this has been another episode of The Guys Review. Thanks so much, guys. Mm-hmm.